In the name of the God who sets us free. Amen. What a powerful liberation story this is, right? A woman appears before Jesus, bent over at the waist for 18 years, likely mistreated, certainly in pain, suffering from years of looking down at the ground and being looked down upon. And when she is healed, she stands up straight and praises God. A friend referred to this scripture as one of the earliest feminist stories. Yes. But more broadly, I simply hear liberation. Liberation of anyone who has been bound physically, socially, emotionally, or spiritually by anything. A liberation that perhaps all of us, at one time or another, have yearned for in this all-too-often-bound-up life we live. Can't you almost feel her relief? The perspective, sunlight on her face as she stood and smiled and praised God. Now, when a story comes alive for me in the way that this one does, I often get a hymn or an anthem stuck in my head. This week, it's Bob Marley's Get Up, Stand Up. I did ask Robert if he would change the anthem today to Bob Marley's song, and he thought long and hard about that for about a half a second before saying no, for multiple reasons, no. Blessedly, the anthem that the choir will be singing today is also a very good one. To me, it sounds like the second part of the story. Get up, stand up, and then, oh, for a closer walk with God. I mean, that closer walk of God is why we need to be stood up in the first place, right? I am looking forward to basking in that music soon as the choir sings before communion. But for now, Get Up, Stand Up has been so relentlessly playing in my head, I finally looked up the lyrics. Get up, stand up. You know this. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. This woman was standing up in God's presence. She was standing up in healing, and she was standing up to look the people who had been looking down on her in the eye. She was standing up for her right to be a human child of God in their midst. She was standing up against internal and external oppression. Life must have been a battle for her, and she wasn't giving up. Something brought her into Jesus' presence, and something caught his attention and caused him to call her over. And somewhere in there, there was a yes. There was a please God. And Jesus said, woman, you are set free. And she stood and she praised God. Her faith, her courage, her liberation, and her response to God is all we really need today. Right? But I've got a few more minutes, so let's go a little deeper anyway. Because of the fact that it's true, we are sometimes the oppressor rather than the oppressed. 
we should spend a minute or two on the story's antagonist. The indignant leader of the synagogue who condemns Jesus for healing on the Sabbath. Now, it's important to know that Deuteronomy's Sabbath commandment clearly leaves room for acts of mercy on the Sabbath. And the Isaiah passage that we read today, which this religious leader also knew, was clear on the spirit of the Sabbath. God says, refrain from trampling the Sabbath, from pursuing your own interests on my holy day. You can assist others. You just can't pursue your own interests. And how better to honor the Sabbath than to perform an act of mercy that leads to liberation and causes someone to stand and praise God. But liberation is really scary for those in power. It is the power-laden leader himself and not the law that is corrupt here. To blame Judaism would be anti-Semitic. But somehow in the Christian church we've done that with this before. It is the blindness that comes from abuse of power that is at fault. That is what the synagogue leader in this story represents. He also represents what happens when we are bent over spiritually. And I don't mean bent in prayer. I mean bent away from our morals, away from truth, away from the light, looking down on people when we should be looking around and into the eyes of our fellow pilgrims on this earthly journey. Bob Marley asks the narrow-minded authority figures of our world an important question. The first verse of Get Up, Stand Up goes like this. Preacher man, don't tell me heaven is under the earth. I know you don't know what life is really worth. And then the song turns to the no longer bent woman and says, half the story has never been told. And now you see the light. You stand up for your rights. This song that has been stuck in my head compels us to seek the rest of the story in our own lives and in the lives of others. When are we that woman, bent and oppressed, asking God to stand us up, yearning for the light? And when are we the spiritually bent over authority figure, getting it all wrong and neglecting to see God in our midst, even on the Sabbath? Now, in order to answer that question, we perhaps need to ask Christ to stand us up and give us a new perspective. New perspectives can be hard to come by. We can't often do that alone. So two Sundays ago, a group of pilgrims, age almost 14 and up, gathered here to seek new perspectives. And early Monday morning, we set out on what would be a 20-mile walk, followed by two days of living, learning, serving, and being generously welcomed in Lowell. Now, pilgrimage is always an endeavor of broadening horizons and perspectives. On pilgrimage, we seek a deepening in how we see ourselves, one another, those we meet along the way, and, of course, God. Pilgrimage is about getting up and standing up so our hearts can see better. 
In a world that often disappoints us, where the systems can seem bent and abusive, we get up and stand up and fight for the rights we each have as children of God. In Lowell, we earned our keep by cleaning the church that we slept in. We had the right to feel as if we were of use to our hosts, and we took it. Also in Lowell, we saw that not everyone was housed and not everyone was fed basic human rights. And even though our meals on pilgrimage were simple and our beds were pew cushions, we knew how blessed we were by food and shelter. Our young people spent a morning offering food to families, families who had the right to eat and the right to be treated with dignity, the right to be seen. And in order to see them, we had to stand tall, which our young people did well as they interacted with the people who they were handing groceries to. And the people that we met stood tall as they received the food. They stood tall as one young boy looked into his bag of groceries and got very joyful about the juice boxes he saw there. And his joy made us all stand taller, too. And somewhere in each heart that was present that day, we all noticed that while we can get bent over and we can look down too often, we can also stand up, praise God, and find new perspectives. The great Bob Marley sings, You see, most people think great God will come from the sky, but if you know what life is worth, you would look for yours on earth. And now you see the light. You stand up for your rights. You and I both know that with Christ as our companion, it's never just about your rights or my rights. This faith journey has to do with the rights of every human to stand tall. And I don't mean physically standing tall. Not all of us can do that. Although sometimes that is how this standing is made manifest. I mean standing tall in here, where we can see one another best. Standing up is vulnerable. This is why most mammals walk about on all fours with their core protected. But for some reason, God has called us to stand, to be vulnerable, to look one another in the eye, and to praise God. And when we see that we are oppressed, and bent by the hand of society, we ask Jesus to set us free, and we stand. We have that right. And when we see that we are the oppressor, bent over by our ignorance or arrogance, we ask Jesus to set us free, and we stand in humility, ready to evolve. We have that responsibility. And when we see that others are oppressed or oppressing, we go on pilgrimage, either literally or internally, and we ask Jesus to show us a new way to stand this world back up on its feet and learn yet again how to stand in joy and praise along with our fellow pilgrims along the way. We have that hope. And so we stand. Amen.